Good morning to my friend George, who is also the co-host of a uh, niche podcast, Phone a Friend, which is now, what is happening now in your ears. Hello, dear listeners. This is the podcast. Welcome. Okay, okay. Hello, Try- Ollie. Well, it's uh, lovely to hear your voice, even if... Trying something you know, a new. A little robotic. Trying something new. Okay. I think um I think we need to get a little bit more structure here. So ah. I was thinking for the first portion um of the podcast, we could just talk specifically about potatoes, spuds, any ah. any other issues you may be having in the kitchen, um onions. I don't know if you've got onion problems no onions and me we, we're fine okay um and then maybe for the second half i don't have you got any issues in your bathroom you got any loose taps or uh last week i suggested um, that you might you know live in a damp environment and you l- flew off the fucking handle uh, yeah, me sorry, scumbag, a little bit ag- aggro yeah last week did i call you a commie uh can't remember. I don't know. You called me a fair few things. That could have been one of the ones yeah. you tossed out. Um, yeah. Used to it, man. Used to it. A lot of people don't know this, but off air, you have got a thick tongue. Oh. And you wow. lash me yeah. with it like a like a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Do I, I, I mean, I have got... If you're being serious, I have got another question I'd like to put to the public, but sorry, the gorgeous public. Gorgeous public. But I first, can I see the have we had any correspondence regarding the spuds, and <laughs> is it any good? Because I won't waste. Well, I'll go elsewhere. Well, for, okay. <laughs> well, first things first. Uh, you know the the episode with the the spuds. Um, where the spuds have mentioned has only been out for a few hours. So we've only got one response so far. Uh, okay. And it says, Morning, Ollie and George and Jexton. Notice that uh, the messenger boy has been left out, and that is correct. In relation to yes. Jeff's spuds, if he has a garage out in the country, I'd leave them in there, as 19 degrees is still quite toasty, and that's what you said you kept your, ah. your home at. If not, my housemate has one of these potato sacks. I wasn't convinced it worked until my spuds were green and sprouted and hers were as good as the day is long. <laughs> Love That's that. brilliant. Um, Sorry, can, can I have the can I have the name of this? This is Claire. Emailer? This is from Claire. Claire, fuck yeah. Well, we're off to a rip-roaring start because let me tell you, Wally, I knew just as well as you did last week when we ventured into the murky waters of spuds. We thought, guys, this content, you know, is it up to scratch? But we knew in our heart of hearts it would deli- it's delayed gratification, my yeah, friend. You- Here we are, Claire. Delivering the good and what we're two minutes into the show. Two minutes this in, and not only have we had the sentence, "I wasn't convinced it worked until my spuds were green and sprouted, and hers were as good as the day is long," but oh. you also have been provided. In fact, let me just send you this link to uh, oh. Gary Bezos's website where they sell these um, sacks. And you like, I mean, you like the idea of a sack of spuds, don't you? I do. And one of my dear friends, uh, Adam, his, I believe his mother has a sack of spuds. Um, and he, he remembers it fondly. <laughs> well, actually, when I read this email, I w- re- remembered that my mum has a sack of spuds. 
Um, and last week when you mentioned it, I God, I should have thought of this. I I guess I'm just I've been fortunate, I've been privileged to grow up in a house where. A spud sack is just the norm. So it was difficult for mm. me to step out of that for a second and imagine what it was like to have sprouts and greenery mm. popping off in your um in your spud cupboard. Um mm. and you may be able to tell George that uh, for some reason I'm not able to send you this link. Uh, no, I had I had yeah, noticed, yeah. I've yeah, got yeah, waiting yeah. patiently. And, and the listener, the dear listener may be able to tell by the um increasingly panicked oh. tenor of my vo- oh here we are here we are sorry guys but the- now if ever sometimes you hear something that you haven't heard in a while and you think well that's going straight that's in, in my basket and yeah. i will be using that regularly that's going straight in the God, spud good sack as the day is long yeah. claire my friend okay i've got the link here oh maybe we should quickly recap wow. in case um People uh, zoned out during this section of the podcast, fast-forwarded through it, uh, or maybe this is their first episode and they're thinking, why listen to any more? So just quickly to recap, George has decided to use our gorgeous public as a sort of crowdsourcing advice stream. (laughs) Crowdsourcing advice stream. And he wanted to find out if anyone had any tips on how to keep his potatoes fresh. Now, this sack, what do you reckon? It looks, I mean, beautiful design, Comic Sans on it. And it says, it has the words, yeah, keep potatoes fresh on, on it. Yeah, I'm not mad on the design. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad on the design. Um, but I like the, but do I prefer the design to having sprouting potatoes? Yes, I do. Mm. So mm. I might add one of these to my basket. The the reason I asked that, because people often say, when you ask, I was in a group chat and I asked a question and someone in the group chat was like, oh, why, really passively, like, essentially said, why don't you fucking Google it? And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. So, well, you know, fuck me, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just having, trying to have a bit of chat. I thought you might be interested in it anyway. So people might say, why don't you Google these things? I feel as if we have curated over the last year, Ollie, a safe place where we know mm. the, the listeners are the, they're, they've got their, what's the ear to the ground? They know what's going on. They, I the can, spud it's, scene. Uh, they know what's going on chaff. on the spud scene. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. also have experienced this before in group chats. And I have to say, I'm probably usually the one saying "fucking Google it," but it, that's but mm. that's when it's the question is basically like it's basically asking someone to do some work for you. I just it was more the tone in which I was told to Google because the question I'd asked wasn't. I I know how Google anyway. You anyway, know how Google anyway. works, yeah. But this is really helpful. I would just like to point out to the gorgeous public, the listener. Potato and onion storage bags with 2,097 five-star ratings. Mm, that's that's a great point. Well, that's not quite true. That's the average rating after that amount of reviews. And let me just say, here's a review from Mrs. S.L. Bent. Oh, no. I always just look at that and go, like, oh, life's good. I mean, that is a good indicator, yeah. Um, but Mrs. S. L. Bent gave it three stars on the 3rd of August 2020 and said, it was a lot smaller than expected and it stinks inside. Um, So that's three stars. (laughs) There is another one here that's two stars. These were much smaller than I expected and cheap quality. Claire, 
Claire, Claire, I don't know. I don't. Doing? I mean, remember, this is Claire's friend. This is um, Claire's friend oh, is the yeah. one who owns it. And one star. Yeah. Well, one there's star. always going to be people I out there. Two items: one potato and one onion bag. <laughs> and the, oh, get a grip. Get a f- life. Uh, yeah, Sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. Life yeah, is sweet. Yeah, yeah. And- Okay, cool. Well, that's a great, great start to the show. I have got another question to put to the audience. Okay, I hope it's maybe a little bit more sexy than last well, no. week. I received last week's... Last week, I received my uh, prescription glasses. Oh, um, okay. And Fucking and nerd. It's, Welcome well, to the club. It's an ancient technology that's very welcome in my house. It's um, it's easy to get to grips with. I understand how it works. Pop just over my ears. It's great. I really like it, and it's made reading easier. Mm. One thing I would like to ask the question. I'd like to ask the audience. How does one prevent the like the mask situation? Fingerprints oh. on the lenses and muck and just like. I feel as if I'm touching them so delicately mm. and then I'll put them on and it will be like I've given them to a toddler that's just eating potato tots with his mm. hands. Okay, so I can imagine that what's happening is you're going around your kitchen getting your hands mucky with spud sprouts and then you go to pick mm. up your glasses. Firstly, I would suggest you don't need to touch the lens, my friend. Well, this is, I don't think I am and I wonder then... I've heard rumours of a neighbour in the village called Paul Geist, Paul T. Geist, Poltergeist. And I wonder if he may have, okay. Paul Geist, yeah. may have made his I way think you, I, I think you could have left it at Paul T. Geist. You didn't necessarily need to, yeah. to, to hammer it home with a Paul T. Geist. I think we maybe would have got... Okay, so you think that there could be um, rumoured... Neighbor creep Paul T. Geist uh, sneaking yeah. in and getting his little f- wispy phantom fingers on your glasses. Well, I just I don't believe it's mine. I don't believe in my hands. I mean, this is also famously the year in my life. I'm 27, 35, 42, mm. and this is the year in my life I started moisturizing my hands, and oh, the difference it's made. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I used to get like all around my fingers horrible. Like quite painful, dry skin, mm. uh, but not having moisturised no longer. But I've uh, well, okay. Firstly, I, I, before that, I want to get onto this glasses thing because I do have some advice for you. Um, mm. You know, like they're, they're gonna get dirty, and I, I assume you're mostly using them indoors because it's for reading. But still, stuff's gonna get on there. Now you can either do what I do, which is buy a huge bulk box of spec cleaner uh from mr gary bezos's website mm. um or you can you know you could just use your truesies or the um the little like micro cloth whatever it's called microfiber cloth that i imagine you got with your specs but the, this the truth is mm. george they're gonna get dirty. you just have to clean them regularly it's like anything man mm. They're not going to... Mm. St- and uh, whether it's Paul T. Geist or whether it's you with your mucky spud fingers with calluses around mm. the side and dry skin and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disgusting guy, actually. But... <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> but they're going to get mucky, man. Actually, now that I think... Disgusting, that, disgusting guy. guy. 
Um, Ollie, can you send me a link to Tony Bezos's window? Yeah, window, cleaner, window cleaner. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I mean, and also because one thing I was wondering: Do you remember when we were younger? It would have been kind of late nineties, early noughties. There was a. It wasn't. Um, what were they called? It was called like "How Clean Is Your House" or something, mm. and they used to do Trini a lot of and kind Susanna. of kitchen salute. It was no, they did fashion. Trini and Susanna. Oh, did they? And I'd like to salute Trini and Susanna. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. you met Trini and Susanna? <laughs> no, both my mum and my sister are big fans of Trini. I believe it is. Is still. Oh, doing, but everyone fucking I mean, hates I Susanna. No, 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 no. I, bet, I think. <laughs> Susanna did a big run for charity that was quite cool. And why do I know this? And Trini um, and my my mum and my sister like something. It's either like a product she sells or just a vibe. I don't okay. Know. Well, um, how clean? But there was a program. How clean is your house? Is Kim house and maybe, Aggie? Kim and Aggie is Kim and Aggie. Yeah. And they used to be like, all you need is lemon juice, vinegar, and you know a bit of wishful thinking, and that grime will come right uh, up. Yeah, I mean they're not wrong. There's, uh, I do think that there are very few things you can't get done with a good bit of elbow grease and some some vinegar yeah that was their kind of mentality motto. yeah but i don't know if they um you know i don't know if i want vinegary glasses you know what i mean mm. um i'm guessing i thought you were going to discuss the issue that i'm sure many people across the globe are facing right now which is when you wear a face mask and glasses oh i've mentioned it before you end up looking like austin powers when he's horny um you mm. get <laughs> You get thick levels of fog. And I keep getting ads on Instagram because they are constantly listening. I keep getting ads mm. for some kind of anti-fog serum. Um, but I have a feeling it's a nice big pint of snake oil. And I'm not sure I want to get that sent directly mm. to my door. So if any listeners have any tips for me, actually, because um, I actually fucking exist too, George. Um, so if any mm. listeners out there have got any tips uh, for how to keep your glasses fog free when out and about with a mask, then please do let us know. I have an answer for that. Go on then. Well, when I went to get my eyes tested, obviously I had to wear mask and the optician just put a little bit of masking tape over my nose and the mask where they meet and they didn't fog up once. So I gotta do that every time I go out? Yeah, but you could probably get some quite discreet surgical tape and honestly, having worn these glasses with a mask, I would. It's infuriating. Oh yeah, it drives me fucking mad. Um, I'd get a little bit of surgical tape and give it a try. I wonder if there's a mask that has a sort of built-in nose clasp thing that would do yeah. do the same thing anyway this has gone on for far too long this podcast is not actually about potatoes glasses or mr paul t guys george's weird neighbor who's sneaking around the houses mm. <laughs> um so uh i've never seen him yeah <laughs> yeah honestly i've never seen him i've, I've yeah, kind of just, sensed you heard the, yeah heard things about him <laughs> Poltergeist. And so, if uh, anyone wants to get in touch with uh, tips for George about what was it again, cleaning your glasses, then please do. Yeah. But George, my dearest of friends, how have you been this past week? How um, have you uh, been keeping? Yesterday was Valentine's Day, uh, so um, uh, happy Valentine's Day to my gorgeous podcast co-host. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Um, have I been keeping? Should I tell you what? And I don't know if there's anything in this or not, but it's just an observation. Uh, the this last week, 
I felt, I just felt a little sensitive or like my receptors were open to the world. So good and bad. I just felt mm. quite, um, and it wasn't unwelcome. I quite, I quite liked it. I, it, it helped once I was aware of the fact. Mm. So I just felt a little bit, um, yeah, sen sensitive is the, is the word. Um, Reacting to stimuli out there in the world. So yeah, but it, in a way it kind of made me feel more alive. It was, it was quite nice and I don't necessarily know if it's gone. But I just, um, yeah, good and bad. So how did this manifest felt... itself? Did you find yourself watching about time, as it were? No, um, no never quite. I was kind of, how would I describe this? I was, do you remember when DVDs had like a menu page with a loop of music? Oh, yeah. And I remember so sleep, I falling asleep at sleepovers. Uh, and oh. waking up and the DVD menu was back and you could just see yeah. your friend of mine, Mr. Austin Powers, do it, making cheeky yeah. little faces to the camera. And, and yeah, it felt like maybe. every time it went round, the loop got shorter as well. It was like, <laughs> oh, God, this is... Um, back here again. Anyway, so I never quite put the film on, but I, I could, you know, I was hovering over, you know, potentially putting on... <laughs> oh, film. I see. Um, <laughs> about, about time. Okay. Um, but it was more, I was just taking time. I don't know, it was the idea of certain things going on around me and just, yeah. Well, it doesn't... But it, that, that's it. As I said, it was just an observation. It was, it was mm. neither, it's not bad or good. It, it just is how it was. Um, Sometimes it's, it's nice being... to feel strongly about things. I'd, I well, remember is, that. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like having said this, I'm I'm now thinking actually it was quite I was quite grateful for it. It felt, I, I, and I'm talking about it. I'm catching up with myself now. I'm talking about it as if it's the time has passed, which suggests that maybe it has. Um, but mm -hmm. I was grateful for it, and I also found myself more than I ever remember on a few occasions just more comfortable in silence, just kind of sitting. Mm. Um, that sounds very which, not George. No. I um, I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, do you remember when we first went on a trip to Barcelona with uh, two of our other friends, and you shared a room with Josh, and yeah. and I somehow lucked out, got my own room, and I remember go leaving the room to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and from the room that you were sharing with Josh, there was just piercingly loud classical music playing <laughs> at like four in the morning. And I looked in, Josh was like there, clearly <laughs> struggling to sleep. And you were just absolutely like sprawled out fast asleep. And you had obviously said like, oh, Josh, mate, do you mind if... like?" Uh, I, I actually find it easier to get to sleep when I listen to something. And Josh was like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't bother me. And then... <laughs> and then you put on fucking a concerto, blast a concerto, and leave it on a loop. For This was hours after we'd gone to bed, and this was still going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man but this is it like the um there's uh, rarely and i like i'm not calling anyone out it's just people may find that they're in the same boat it's very rarely am i in silence mm -hmm. um i i wake up and put the radio on mm -hmm. which I'm is the same 
Nice. Yeah, but but I wonder because I listened to story cassettes to get to sleep as a kid. Me too. And yeah, and actually when I think about it, I listened to them far older than I would ever have told my peers at the time. And I then that went into albums and then albums kind of went into podcasts and and I've always fallen asleep listening to something. Mm. And uh, it's but then uh, it's more it's more habitual I think as a behaviour because I, some nights I'll be like you know say once a month twice a month I'll be like oh you don't actually need to listen to something sure enough I fall asleep mm-hmm. it's it's more like the it's part of your bed, thinking is, bed routine no no it's it's more like and I know this is going to sound potentially balmy but like I think well I could not listen to something of course but. I could listen to something and maybe learn something like or, or like I could get something from this always time is a currency that could be traded in for experience and it's not I like or like that and it's bad tiring. I like yeah it is it is and I'm, and I'm starting to get to grips with it now where I'm being called out for it in a good way by certain people in my life and it's like oh yeah I do do that any even the weekly talk therapy that I've been doing for about a year now I would say and I've like um, still thoroughly you know two thumbs look up forward and appreciate that time yeah but I even the person I talked to kind of said there's always an air that in our allotted hour together, you need to have got something from it. It's mm. not just enough to turn up and talk. It's like you've got this always, but but then it's all, it's like, well, if there's a problem, how do I fix it? And let's not waste time. Mm. And it's how I've, and as I always say, like that in, in some parts of my life has served me, I would say, well, and has been like a productive thing. But when you then take that into- Something like therapy. What would, yeah, or just normal conversations. <laughs> what like, am I going to get out of this? conversation with you well no but more like what can we do to use our time together like if we're talking about and it's a bit bleep bloop blap it's a bit like does sound a bit bot slow down does sound a bit bot like calculating maximum efficiency yeah yeah but it, but it, I think it's because, and it might be because of this, and it, in fact, I'm sure it has something to do with this, the nature of looking at life as being black and white and yes and no. Mm. It's And it's this thing of in the past, and when I say past, even maybe last night a little bit, beating myself up for sitting and watching TV mm. and going like, but this time you could be doing X, Y, Z, you know, and everything else. Yeah, fast and furious lifestyle of the country bumpkin. And um, maybe... You need some downtime to you're you're not gonna firstly if we like accept the premise that you have like kind of given yourself which is that time is something that i need to use constantly to to get to some goal which you know maybe Mm. we shouldn't accept that but even if we did then it's Mm. not the most productive or efficient way to constantly be trying to wring something good out of or something useful out of every moment because it's not going to happen mm. and you'll just mm. wear yourself out for the times where it could actually happen not like right before bed when you've got a, a podcast on in our time about um some like roman philosopher and you're thinking yeah, oh yeah. i'm gonna learn a, a lot oh no i sleepy oh no <laughs> Well, there's two things. Well, there's three things. When I was about 15, I heard that you can learn even in your sleep. And I still think about it. I think it's fake, though. I don't think it's true. (laughs) No, it's definitely not true. And that's probably the first time I've said it out loud. But there's still a part of me that's like, yeah, well, I'll put this lecture on as I go to sleep. And I'll just take it in. 
That's fucking ridiculous. Um, okay, well, that's good to have said that. Well, um, but the thi- I sh- what I should say is I'm I'm taking the kind of opposite, the uh, opposing position here. But in many ways, I am the exact same, and I completely understand this impulse. For me, it's more maybe more like uh, running away from the silence a little bit. Um, mm. But I constantly have podcasts on, constantly have radio on, or music like. You know the people in the people in my life that I live with. It's a very recognisable and probably quite annoying thing. My mum would call me like a walking podcast because she could just hear my phone getting louder and quieter depending on mm. where I was in the house, and it would probably be mm. you know like a podcast about a cult or something. So it's just like constantly mm. like sort of bleak stuff going on in her uh, in her home, mm. and with sleep. I'm not so bad anymore. I mean, to be honest, if I had it my way, I would have something on. Mm. But and Rat A is always very accommodating and says, "Oh, you could put something on." But I feel too. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I I see that image of Josh, um, tucked up in bed yeah. at three a.m. <laughs> yeah. with Mozart oh, blasting, <laughs> and you uh, yeah. so asleep, like not just. Yeah. Just so asleep, and Josh is just there, like, "Well, George needs this, I guess." Well, what the a other sweetheart. thing is, the other I can sleep on airport floors. I do not. I can literally go like, "Oh, time for a nap is here," and I can close my <laughs> eyes and do it. This is the the other thing. So, like on Friday and Saturday, both days, I had a nap, on, and and I still have that thing. This is insane. Where I <laughs> I wake up from the nap and go, oh, "I'm probably quite ill." If I'm sleeping in the day, I'm probably, <laughs> there's probably something that's not Man, right with you me. Would, if you came to Spain, you would be staring out at everyone. You would think it was a nation of ill people. Well, I was when I was here, and I think it's a farce. I, well, sorry, let's not get into that. Um, I, <laughs> sorry. I, um, the, um, the, I would just like to say... And I'd, when I think about the equation of like why it is, because I, I don't want it to sound like it's because I'm constantly trying to capitalise on my experiences as, as like delivering something. It's more that it's I've, it's a lust for life. It's like oh, what like what could I be doing or planning for? Or like you know, in this moment, mm. what could? It's more that. It's like I don't want to. But um, as know. our friend John Lennon said, life is what mm. happens when you're making other plans or something life is what happens mm. between making plans something what is it right one sec life is um, what happens life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans um what i'm trying no i know but i don't i i i hear you i hear you i this all started from because i get that it's more this in the last few weeks in the last week sorry i had a few moments of just sitting and Maybe I'm just growing up, but I was like, ah, oh, this feels quite nice. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to suggest that you should suddenly change your your entire mode of being, because as you say, this serves you well in many ways um, and probably helps you. It does help you get stuff done. But my dear boy also needs some re- relaxation time. Um, mm. But maybe you do maybe you do find it relaxing to well, this sit is with the podcast on so maybe it's fine because whether it's yeah i think it is fine i think it's genuinely i do i think it's more the finding the balance of it because yeah. in the past as has been documented by the documentary it's been life 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 i'm gonna lock myself in a black room for 24 hours and see what that Wait, does what like documentary? It's, it's that, sorry the podcast not the documentary. oh shit you like, just let slip that there is a documentary about the podcast. 
Oh, Netflix no, special. Netflix special about two <laughs> men goes, sitting in a room. Two friends. <laughs> God, they're talking about potatoes. Fuck me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, but then even, is the puzzle, even like my idea of relaxing would be like getting stuck into a thousand piece puzzle, wouldn't but it? But that's so fine, that's the, yeah. And it, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I, I, um, I think it's more... Maybe during therapy, I... C- being hard on myself. Well, that, yeah, it, it, that too. Because it's I, I can talk a good talk, but then it's like, well, sometimes, George, you sit down and go, oh, you better do something, because otherwise you're not... Yeah, otherwise, it. what's the and point? Then, what, you know, what have you done today? Yeah. What have you, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I can understand. I imagine, that, like, for your therapist... It's that is probably the bit that he like he doesn't want you to finish a session and be like, well, I didn't get to the bottom of anything. What, what am I doing wrong? Maybe I didn't mm. say the right thing. Whatever. Like you just you just pick away at it bit by bit. Mm. It's not going to be a big revelation every time. It's like when um uh you know remember when I jokingly said that after my session in Barcelona that I was cured and you were like really nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it would be nice, but it's not going to go that way. Yeah, I th- um, but there you go. So in the last week, a little more, oh yeah, this started with me saying a little more sensitive, modern man, moisturises his hands, mm. time in silence, just enjoying the world around him. And, um, oh, that's, I was going to say, Ollie, I also in this moment, you've made me think about the fact in the past, I have done that thing where I have seen kind of, uh, like commitments as a currency and it's like I can um what's the, not legitimize but like use it as like well look look how busy I've been as mm-hmm. if it if it as if it says that I'm I don't know what what it would say that I'm applying myself and people can't take away that from me. Yeah but it's not true. Mm-hmm. Like yes you need to have I think as people we need to have whether they're goals we're working towards together or things to you know be a part of and do but that whole like you see it it's a culture of you hear people say oh they're such a hard worker about people mm-hmm. they work with it's just incredible there's no one works as hard as this guy yeah and it's like cool where's that gonna get him mm-hmm. like it's like uh, ultimately and i think i've been guilty of that in the past of like and, and it's for others not for me it's like that thing of like oh well if i tell them i've done x y or z maybe i can kind of yeah. legitimize what i've been up to well, I think it's quite an immature way of thinking. Well, you were saying a few weeks ago about this idea of always thinking about labouring some big mm. task. Yeah. And in a way, maybe your commitments is kind of a version of that because it feels like I'm talking about this stuff. I've got all this in the diary. I've got momentum. I'm moving forward. Mm. And maybe, you know, the parameters of what a good day is or a successful day. Mm. Maybe you can take that bar down a little bit. As you're saying that, Ollie, I'm just starting to go, ah, oh. You know, and I, me and you speak about this a lot, but it's like often I didn't make room for happiness, well-being, yeah. or happiness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a payoff of, and, and then actually, what it does of your time is you're constantly thinking on the other side of this. Yeah. It's like oh, I do this, 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 then this, this I and then can... on the other side, yeah, there's X, Y, or Z, and it's like, well, actually, surely long term your way of approaching this should be be here be enjoy this enjoy and even looking forward to the next record i am looking forward to it in that i know that for for due to conversations i'm having and practices i now approach have, it i will enjoy the process in the in real time a little more mm. um the experiences will be you know it'll be the same 
environments and radio stations and studios and did it but i will be there yeah Um, that sounds great and i wonder if you know how you you you've often had these like when you've had time out of your diary you've done these things where you like go and stay on your own or you like when you went to cornwall when you went to Mm. and i wonder if that's a reaction to like being extremely busy all the time and having to be kind i mean i know it's your schedule but it's also someone else's schedule like yeah and then your reaction to that is it's again this black and white thing it's like okay well now i don't have to do that so i'm going to be on my own and and not see anyone and not do anything or well you are going to do things but it will be comp- it will be a much slower pace I, I that all started the reason i like first did a trip by myself was because i had bought into the narrative that my character is somebody the that troubadour. Other people. I'm, oh, he's rubbish. No, no. It was like, even from younger life, oh, you rubbish at entertaining yourself. Go five minutes alone and you go stir crazy. You know, that kind of thing. And then be like, oh yeah, I can't entertain myself. And five minutes alone, I go stir crazy. Ha ha, that's just me. And then I was like, well, put, put that to the test. Put that to the test. Um, and so we'd book these lengthy trips alone and, and have now... You know, I, I, five minutes alone, and you're what? not stir crazy. No, ten minutes. Yeah, we're we're, we're, there. No, I, d- I um, I quite enjoy my own company now. That's excellent. I do, actually, I do. Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking yesterday. I had kind of forgotten that when I on my first summer, what was it? The summer of my first year of uni, when I was very uh very negative vibes were my were my daily reality for some reason i thought it'd be a good idea to go interrailing on my own um mm. and i had completely forgotten about that entire trip but mm. I, that was an interesting choice when i think about it now because i was still not really i was kind of um having panic attacks all the time but i didn't really understand any of it i didn't have any coping mechanisms whatsoever so yeah. i then decided to just go and wig out on my own in hotel rooms across the continent yeah. um and and have lots of time on my own to drink french lager and think like, why you feel this way? Why are you like this? Yeah. In- I remember interesting a, a choice. Specific, one photo in particular that you posted from that trip that was a set of stairs in a nice European town, like steps. Mm. Uh, that, that's all I remember. Great. Well, I'm, I'm but, glad. I, yeah. No, I'm glad I, yeah, could, pro- I'm glad I could provide that for you. Uh, a set of steps. It's interesting but do you think, think it, did you, if you look back on it, was it a difficult, like, was it the wrong thing to have done? I don't, I don't know if it was wrong. I don't know what I would have done otherwise. I think, do you know what? I think it was my first summer after uni. So I would, you know, it would be my first time going back and but going back home to all my you know oldest friends yourself included and mm. and i think i was a little bit kind of embarrassed about what was happening to me. i felt like a very different person and so mm. i was like i kind of wanted to put off having to reveal that to people around me i think and so one way of doing that was to go away to to um go away on my own mm. because yeah it was a very confusing thing for me anyway but just on top of that i didn't know how to articulate any of it to you know a bunch of lads because um don't know if you know this about our group of friends but fucking hell so alpha fuck me <laughs> alpha as fuck <laughs> Apex predators. 
Man, there was, there was, um, when, <laughs> when we went to Barcelona that time that you're talking about with the orchestra yeah. at 4am, um, there was a point where the four of us were on the beach and just hilarious. Like the idea of us as people is <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good laugh. Well, I, um, I, another good laugh, and I don't know, maybe, uh, well, we'll see. It, 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 I remember that this was around the time that Budapest was first popping off. Yeah. And so initially you were, you know, like a little bit, you were you were very aware of potentially getting recognized, all that stuff. So, you, you know, keeping a low profile, not in an extreme way, but just like, oh, you know, won't draw too much attention. And then... <laughs> One night, we went to a small <laughs> Spanish bar, very quiet one, and Budapest came on the, the music, uh, like MTV or whatever it was. And because you'd had a few Estrella, suddenly you were going like, oh, who's this kid? Oh, like this? And all these old men who, you know, I mean, with the with the greatest of respect to you, George, but they couldn't care less. They were just trying to get their beard in them. And he was like, oh, God. Great voice, this kid. Hey, <laughs> for, for yeah, it wasn't really even a bar. It's one of these very kind of. It was basically um, like a sandwich, picturesque, shop. like yeah, sandwich shop tobacconist that also has a draft beer <laughs> yeah. on tap. That's like, yeah, do you fancy a pint? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good times, man. Um, Oh, that felt like a good little run of chat. Decent chat, um, man. You can note you can chat. note that down as a as a success. Decent bit of chat there, yeah. and, and God, I hope you got something out of it. Yeah. We've got a stack of emails this week coming our way. Um, oh, did you oh. see that beautiful illustration someone did of our whole oh, Pat family? Rat yeah, A I in a little my, cage. Um, stories. I know. Uh, the, and you've got the radio hat yeah, on, I which know. I love. Love it. Love it. Loved it very much, but. Crucially, uh, in that picture to the left is our gorgeous, sweet prize pup, Jackson. And mm. I think that that artist, I think it's... A, let me just credit this. HB Pencil. HB Pencil on Instagram. They did an excellent job. H.B Pencil. Yes. Um, they did an excellent job and Jackson was very pleased with the way he came across there. So, come on over, Jackson. The water's the water's lovely. We're in water now. As the water's just as sweet as the day is long. <laughs> Famously, as my old man used to say. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? No. Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. <laughs> Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email so, just, just a quick in, one uh... to start off it says Hi, Ollie and George. It's me, Zoe, aka George's mum. Just thought I'd share this with you. Oh. <laughs> 
Don't worry, it's just a quick one. There's nothing embarrassing here, George. It's not pictures of you as a child with your willy out or anything oh. like that in the bath. Okay. Don't worry. Just thought I'd share oh. this with you because I think it will be enlightening for George, brackets, who is thick, and familiar for Ollie, brackets, who is a clever boy. Okay, I may have edited some of this. Um, oh, but- good. I'm glad to say I thought fucking hell. <laughs> oh. no, she didn't say she didn't say that i mean it's no favoritism here uh she loves us equally so yeah she sent this link to a documentary that actually my mum recommended to me a, a while back and it's nadia anxiety and me it's on iplayer and it's nadia hussein who was on great british bake-off and you know i didn't really know anything about her but i watched this doc at the time and it was a very I don't know, very, uh, what's the word? It made me feel validated, I think is the word, mm. because they took, they take their time basically to show, you know, what a real panic attack looks like. And, and they, the premise of it is that she is attempting to tackle her anxiety. And I, there's a particular bit that I remember where she's, she really struggles with getting on trains, which is something that I struggle with too at least more in the past maybe um and she's like kind of with this therapist who's telling her like you could do this you could get on this train and just seeing her on the platform like i have been there so many times on the platform trains coming it's probably like the third one i've already missed two out of fear and like you can see the distress she's under as as the train's coming in and it just i mean for me yeah it felt very kind of good to see an experience that I was familiar with being demonstrated so clearly and something that felt very familiar to me. Um, and Ollie, can I, because that sounds amazing. Mm. It sounds as if it would have taken, did you say her name is Nadia? Yeah. Sounds like that would have taken a running jump. Oh, to yeah. Be, to go into those situations with a camera crew oh yeah 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 i mean she throughout the whole thing she just uh, is is incredibly brave and the you know it follows her as she like starts to do cbt therapy and like you know goes over things from her past and it was just i mean yeah a very brave thing to do because for people like me it was it felt wonderful to see that my experience is being talked about in a way and then for people like for example my mum who sent it to me and also my dad I think um sent it to me they both sent it to me like saying kind of like this has helped me understand you a little bit more you know mm. because as much as uh, you know with all the the goodwill and support they have shown me sometimes it is difficult to really imagine some mm. of the things and and this was just a really you know well done documentary that kind of got that across so that is called anxiety and me and i'll put the link on the on the and Instagram. what was the name of the woman that nadia sent that hussein so she won bake off it no who sent the email in oh uh zoe b uh zoe b. thanks so okay. much zoe Thanks, Zoe. Hope you're enjoying the show. <laughs> well, well, she did we'll actually say. She, she did actually say. By the way, I've loved listening to the podcast, and I'm now caught up. Kiss, kiss. So Aww. thanks, Zoe. Listen, you sound like Thank a great you, gal. Um, and you, yeah. you know, best of luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Da, 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 da. Aww, um, da, da, da. Love you, girl. Love you, girl. 
Um, okay, and just a quick one before we do another slightly longer one. This one came in yesterday. Happy Valentine's Day, sweetheart. Brackets, George. So really nice for someone to Oof. send this in, um, uh, you know, a, a Valentine's message to a stranger and to think, well, just to make sure I'm not going to mention that other stranger. I'll just make clear mm. that this Valentine is specifically for my dear sweetheart, George. So, mm. George, there you are. You got at least one Valentine yesterday. So, uh, no, well, that's lovely. Thank you very much, Ollie. I'll happy Valentine's, my friend. Right. So, next up, we have <laughs> we have an email from Hannah. Uh, Hannah says, Hi Ollie, hi George. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and just like other listeners have described it, it's become something to look forward to in these times for sure. But also, I don't want to give these times too big of a role here. I'm enjoying you guys talking a lot, and that would most probably be the same in a parallel universe where no disease spread over the whole globe. But who knows? As I write this email, I hear Ollie in my head reading it out loud. Wow. It feels a little odd, but I also feel like it helps writing this email and makes it more real. Because now we're getting more to the core of my message, and I never thought I'd write to you guys. I really love how both of you ask, well, no, urge us listeners every Every week to send an email, but I always thought, what could I add that hasn't been said already? And my perspective didn't change until Ollie said something in last week's podcast that I wanted to react to, which I found more important than me being uncomfortable with a not good enough email. Because Ollie, you talked about how you might not come up with super fun stuff to say and something along the lines how that wouldn't be nice for listeners who should get fun content. I get where you're coming from, and man, do I appreciate that you think about that even when feeling shit. But I also immediately thought, no way because and I guess all listeners are with me here it's enough to listen to you guys talking about anything I love your conversations for the deep stuff the fun stuff the what is for dinner and the yeah let's not go there moments it really does not matter because so far whatever you guys decide to talk about this hour brightens up my day also on a more personal note which is all right to bring up I guess when it comes to mental health problems I have a tendency of comparing myself to others and often come to the conclusion that others are way worse off than I am and that I'm just making things bigger than they are. That does not exactly help and has made it tough to listen to, read or watch mental health related stuff because often my brain goes, see, these are actual problems. But somehow I never experienced that with your podcast. And just to clarify, I'm not, that is not because you guys have it easier than me, but because you managed to create an atmosphere where even though mental health and mental health problems are a big topic, I don't feel the need to compare, to prove something or whatever the hell it's about. And I want to thank you guys for that. It means a lot, really. Even on your shit days with not much fun left you make life a little more fun thoughtful and relaxed for a whole lot of us and that is marvelous lots of love and all the best from hannah hannah what a lovely email that you know mm. i mean you don't want to encourage us too much you know with the whole you guys can literally talk about whatever you want because i think there probably is a line that we'll find where <laughs> believe me it will cease to be interesting to to anyone yeah. but i mean we've pushed it yeah we have pushed yeah it. we we like to to play with with boundaries man mm. um famously. famously as my old mama used to say but what you're saying, particularly towards the end, about feeling as though you can listen to the podcast and not, you know, compare yourself or beat yourself up about mental health stuff. It's just a way into the discussion. I think that's exactly what we're hoping to do, because obviously I can only speak for myself, but with a lot of 
um, other podcasts or media or, or whatever um, on the subject of mental health, there is this like extra weight to it that can sometimes make you feel like maybe, you know, maybe I don't relate to this this level of seriousness or maybe I don't have a right to be a part of this discussion but you do and hopefully yeah like you're saying we can we can um open that up a little bit and yeah along the way you will find out what George is having for dinner so that's just an added bonus I think yeah I would just like to before we get to that all-important part of the show um thank you Hannah I, that's uh oh, I love that people feel like they can email in and just there doesn't need to be like a big I don't know that, that it, it's just really sweet to hear messages like that are very lovely to hear so thank you yes absolutely and you know George please urge urge all listeners to get in touch I I urge you to urge them please oh thank you for giving me this opportunity in this time and trusting me to urge <laughs> the gorgeous public <laughs> to contact the show about whatever it is whatever it is you'd like to contact us about please potato sacks because i don't have to read them hey the email address is contacts at phonafriendpodcast.com yes and also uh, uh, the, uh the little um uh what does ps stand for george you listen to a podcast about that or something um oh post postscript i think it is oh uh, yeah uh the little postscript <laughs> i said oh yeah as if like, oh yeah oh yeah no, yeah no i think it, you're yeah. right yeah i, I think was, you're right I was on thinking that. private section uh, okay well you can have fun with your private section and i'll sure. just read out this postscript which says to the person who started the phone a friend memes account you've increased the community vibes even more so i thought that was a mm. nice little shout out to that person who i think i think that's true it's been very lovely to see people have been sending them uh you know memes of all stars and stripes i particularly oh sorry what are you gonna say no i was kind of late to i i kept you would mention it in the show and i was like oh that's brilliant and then about two nights ago three nights ago i actually went on the page and a few you times found them. myself properly laughing yeah. and i know that yeah yeah they are the, the only word is niche actually oh, yeah. as memes yeah. because outside of our community in this little bubble you know, they make God, absolutely just, no sense. Even in, in, no, in some cases within the community, I've got a few messages from people saying, I, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, you are, my friend. You're missing the private <laughs> but, section, which is for uh, us in the gorgeous but, but, public. But it, God, it makes me laugh. So it, thank yeah. you if, you if you've got a few minutes to create, to a, create a meme. Particularly niche meme. <laughs> please do. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Phone a Friend Podcast. I'll post a link to that that uh, Nadia documentary. Uh, I think it should be. Mm -hmm. It says it's on iPlayer for another twenty five days, so get on it. And yeah, I mean, all that remains to say is, George, what the fuck is for dinner tonight, man? <laughs> oh, I wonder if we need to get a. Sting I think now we do need it, and and it. I think it should be. It should end with an egg timer going off and like uh, the sound yeah. of boiling pots and things. Clang, yeah, clang, and, uh, clang. Mm, oh, maybe I'll do some like field recordings in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. Can you, do, can you do um, your best satisfied mmm, please? Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think. <laughs> okay, well, let it's me. Because if I say something now, the, the listeners will be able to hear how these things come out. If I say, like, mmm, yum, yum, yum. Okay, that's nice. I like that. Mmm, yum, yum, yum. Okay. 
Um, or make, uh, oh, what about um, oh. make the noise of a of a chef's kiss? <laughs> so you do realise what you've given me material right now? Sound effect of you going mm, and the sound effect of you going. <laughs> So I'm going to create some <laughs> some fucking wicked oh, no. Jeff material. Deep fake. Deep fake oh, Jeff only is... fan. Yum, 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 yum. But I wonder if we can do... What else could it be? Uh, um, um, maybe like uh, trying a hot soup. No, 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 no. The, the the more kind of obscure sound effects, I feel I'm, I've learnt my lesson there. You pointed out. What, what about like maybe? And what about more like? Um, oh, that hit the spot. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not. I couldn't do anything with that. Yeah, that's clean. Oh, that hit the spot. Fuck me. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, God. and then how about just a, uh, just like a hum, num, 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 No. <laughs> no. What? Just a quick hum, num, 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 Um, I'd just like to point out that you have told me what to say each time so we can also make the fake No, 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 no. Yeah, but no one's, this is the key part. No one's interested in that, so that would just go under the radar. It would be, you know... It would have like um, six views on my deep fake. That would be the saddest <laughs> well, okay, thing in the world. <laughs> A fucking OnlyFans deep fake prawn piece that just really sails under the radar. And I made it myself. Oh, um, I think then yum, yum, yum is the best. Okay, one. okay. I'll or, do something with that. Dinner time. Yum, yum, yum. Dinner time. Excellent. Um... <laughs> What's for dinner? Yum, yum, yum. Okay, I've got a lot. I've got a lot to work with. Okay, okay. Um, what's for dinner? Well, I'm back on my rice and peas. Oh, God. Oh, all this. So we're going to have a jingle for you to were, just say you're back on your fucking yeah. rice and peas, man. Peas were the Tudor's main source of protein, so I, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Is uh, that true? Rice, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the potatoes still hadn't been introduced to Tudor England, and so their main source of protein was the garden pea. Hence why I started the rice and peas diet. I mean, the thing I'm sort of stunned into silence about is that you think potatoes are a good source of protein. <laughs> I'm sure I read this somewhere. The thing I can't get my fucking head around is that no, you're like, no, well, yeah, protein, before, before so potatoes are main source of protein <laughs> in a modern diet. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'm sure I heard something about the relation between potatoes and peas. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to be proved wrong. I don't know. But I do not think of potatoes. I don't think like, oh, I'll get a nice big helping of protein from this potato. Um, peas in Tudor diet. Peas in Tudor diet. The Tudor people often used honey to sweeten their food. Uh, poor people ate a herb-flavoured soup called pottage. Oh, I'd like to try that. Which would be served <laughs> with bread. It was made of... Peas, milk, egg yolks, and oh, bread I'd like to try that. Oh, <laughs> oh that is the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, fucking wicked, yeah. <laughs> well, because then I could incorporate another Tudor meal into my diet. What I'm trying Which to would do be great. is... Um, yeah, well, I'm just trying to streamline. So I've been having a... Oh, I won't get into it because people will think it's weird. But yeah, I've been having <laughs> rice and peas for dinner with with a corn um, like f fake meat protein. Are you are you off the meat? 
Or are you just cutting down? Um, no, I just, I, I just, uh, it's easier, actually. It's easier, I don't mind the taste. <laughs> Proper bot response. It's easier and I don't <laughs> mind the taste. I always, I've had this argument with Rat A before because she is of the opinion that uh, the world would be a better place if there was just one pill that you could take every day that gave you everything you needed for your mm. nutrients and then you didn't have to actually like eat um, and God, there's no romance in that, my dear friend. No. Can you imagine our Valentine's Day dinner yesterday if it had just been a mm. knife and fork and a big pill on a plate? Um, I um, I go through phases with food of... If I've got somebody to cook for, I love it. And I'm going through a phase in a minute where my brain feels like it's um, consumed by other things. And I... Um, I, food becomes very functional. Yeah. Food, food is fuel. Yep, I um, feel you. I feel you. At the minute. So I, I'm... I don't expect a, you know, like a, I don't feel as if every meal at the minute needs to be exciting. That's why I have the same dinner seven days a week. I, and, um, I completely understand that, but I am also sort of in the, in the camp at the moment of like one of the few pleasures of our days at the moment mm. is when we, if we get a takeaway or if we do something exciting about food because you know it's a tough time for everyone and lots of pleasures are mm. out of reach but can still you know get an oreo cheesecake like we did last night and let me just oh. tell you oh. oreo cheesecake dun 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 yeah well keep your hands off mine dun 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 um, have we done all the admin? Uh, well, well, let, let, let I me think just so. Sorry, we've, we've gone off. If the, you may have just heard, we've done what's for dinner. Yeah, and we've said for the look. It's as we've mentioned a few times. It's a niche vibe here at Phone a Friend, but God, we love it, and we we urge you to invite friends. If you if there's anyone in your life that you think they're niche breader, invite them along. Get them along for Phone a Friend. Um, yeah. and, um, and we hope you're well. Times are still strange out there, and we hope you're holding on well. We don't say that enough. Uh, yeah. We hope you're well. Yes, definitely. And to to everyone who has emailed and got in touch, thank you very much. And, uh, oh, and we got um, someone who was a bit f furious, actually, because... George, there's been some brothers and sisters in North America that you haven't actually given a shout-out to in some time. Oh, my word. Mm -hmm. Please. Fuck. I, do you know, with all the things I could be called out for on this show, that is the... I never thought yeah. that that's the thing that would get... But me. it's fair, isn't it? Because you have fucking let fair. everyone down. A whole country. Yeah. Um, well, just brothers and sisters in Canada, you're in my heart. Yes. And... We might not say it enough, but minute, we're always thinking about you guys. We are always thinking about it. And in fact, I'd like to take back what I said earlier about the listeners on a whole and actually just focus Apply it specifically on our brothers and sisters in Canada. <laughs> okay. Or, and I'm sure the listeners will understand. Yeah, and I'd like to just back off of that a little bit um, and maybe I'll, I'll uh, take a slightly more bird's eye view of the entire globe um, and say brothers mm. and sisters from all around. Oh, yeah. Sorry, banana bread earlier. That explains it, doesn't it? Banana bread earlier. Brothers yeah. and sisters from all around yeah. the globe, we hope you're keeping safe. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. God bless Canada. God bless Canada. 
Okay. Oh, brilliant. Shall we stop yeah, there? Yeah, let's leave it there, my friend.